Welcome to Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. Welcome back to episode six. This week, I chat to Amy Bailey of Amy Bailey Design. Amy is a friend of mine and a fellow girl boss working in the wedding industry. Amy offers bespoke wedding stationery and homeware goods, and we chat about the benefits of working in a corporate world before taking the leap and the power of learning when you're just starting out. Let's jump straight in. Hi, Amy, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, so please tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. So um, my name is Amy Bailey and I have a business called Amy Bailey Design. I, I'm a designer, artist um, who works in wedding stationery. I create art. I do printed homewares and gifts and I also do logo and branding um, a little bit too. That's amazing. And how long have you been doing that for? Um, so I quit the the, the full-time um, job that I had before in March last year. So about full-time for about a year and a half now. Okay. And so what is it that you did uh, before that? What was your full-time job? So before I took the leap, I worked in fashion design um, in ladies' wear, really. And um, yeah, so... I started working for a supplier and for the supplier I worked for the likes of Marks and Spencers and Next and you know your your, your high street retailers um, and I worked on on women's wear departments um, for those for those companies that we supplied to um, so yeah I, I really just I designed ladies wear in casual wear formal wear and um, occasion wear so for seven years, I I did fashion design. And was that, so what did you kind of study at uni? Did you st- study uh, fashion design? And yeah, then... so, yeah, yeah. So I went to art college and I did um, a foundation in art and design where if you, if you know about that, you kind of like exploring your avenues and you get to do all different things. And, you, and then you, you, um, you kind of like concentrate on an area that you want to pursue for university if, if you want to go to university that is and I decided to do fashion design um, it's really it's such a such a good year doing art foundation and yeah I decided I wanted to go down the fashion design route so I did that and then um, I went to Nottingham Trent University to study fashion design for three years which was really creative and um a lot of technical work involved as well so like pattern cutting and that kind of thing um yeah so i did that and then from university i worked in um as a fashion designer working from being a junior designer um for seven years yeah that sounds amazing so it's quite a journey would you say you were always creative growing up obviously you you decided to do the um art foundation course I'm assuming in that case you were you always had a bit of a creativity in you yeah I'm, I'm definitely more of a creative rather than an academic <laughs> yeah. um but I, I've always tried hard I was always one of those students that tried hard at, at um school and but 
being a creative was definitely the path that was for me. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I, could, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else, to be honest. Yeah, no, I think quite a few people uh, I like that. I, I was quite the opposite. Um, I studied business at university. <laughs> And then it's I've only fantastic for now. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's it's definitely come in handy. But um, yeah. yeah, I kind of discovered that creative side um, a little bit later on in life, actually. Um, so you've said obviously you've worked in a kind of corporate environment for seven years. Um, what would you say you've learned through that that you now find valuable uh, working for yourself? So much. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've learned a lot about myself and about other people. <laughs> um, but really I've learned how to be organized, um, organized with like large workloads when they come in and how to be diplomatic with people as well, because as you can imagine, sometimes the fashion industry can be a little bit, um, demanding <laughs> mm, yeah. and and they want things instantly but it, it's not always possible um so being dom- diplomatic with people um but most importantly um how to treat people and you definitely get more out of people when you you treat them well um there's there's nothing worse than not being able to handle awkward clients um and through seven years of working for like big retailers i've definitely figured out how to control my emotions and uh yeah deal with awkward times of not being able to hit the deadlines when they desperately need things because it's completely out of your control um yeah i would say those those things are what I really took out of working in the corporate creative industry. Yeah, I think it's um it's really essential, like you say. You you do sometimes get a client that isn't necessarily going to be a hundred percent happy with what you've created or what you've given them, and you do kind of need to be able to deal with that situation in a kind of cool and collected manner. <laughs> yeah, and um, sometimes things are completely out of your control. Like yeah, it's true. You, you can't. Um, you can't magic things if if it's not there and when you're working for somebody else or if you're outsourcing something and they don't deliver it's yeah it's something that you can't control unfortunately yeah um so we've kind of talked about this a little bit before um but I know that you strive for a a kind of a strong work-life balance um how do you go about uh doing that um and what does it entail yeah so for me it's all about boundaries and um as i said in my old job i completely um like lived and breathed it to be honest and i would be um being contacted at all hours i had buyers have my my number and it 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 took away those boundaries of messages in the evenings, messages before you've even got to work and emails and, you know, that kind of thing. And it it, it sort of like took me off track a little bit for, for my day. And I thought, I can't, I can't do that again. When I set up my own business, I've got to have boundaries. Like what's my time and what's the time I'm going to give to my clients? Because otherwise, 
I would just end up working all hours. Um, so for me, I I open up my emails from nine o'clock. Not all not all the time, but they they're there for me to respond to from nine until five, Monday to Friday. Um, that doesn't always mean that I don't work after five o'clock. Of course I do. That's what um, that's what we do when we've got our own business. But I do try and give myself time off. I, I block it out because if I didn't, I would just constantly be working either on on um, on work for my business or on my business. And like you, you know what it's like. It's hard to shut down, isn't it? Very much um, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, so, I think that's the one thing that people do find hard. And I know from my own experience that um, I do. I'm, I'm still trying to find that balance and those boundaries because um I think particularly in the you know first year or so of my business I felt like I needed to respond to emails kind of almost instantly and yeah. I still very much try and do that um so I think yeah, yeah it, it's about yeah it, it's very much yeah you, you do need to set those boundaries and and just actually switch off at some point because it's yeah. not healthy yeah and You've got to remember that the people know that you've not fallen off the face of the planet and you will get back to them. And if they want to keep emailing you, I just have to think, just let them and I will respond to everything all in one go with all the answers that they want and they will be fine with it. Um, if, if there's like a short deadline and I promised I'll do something, of course I will do it and I will do my very best to meet the deadline. But the, yeah, I've, it, it, I used to work like long hours. Sometimes I'd be work. I'd be, I'd be the last one in in the office, and it drained me. And it got to the point where I had just completely lost my creative spark. And I'm I'm honestly I'm scared for that to happen again. So I have to lay like the rules down, and for my husband as well because he'd never see me otherwise. I'd always be sat in my little studio working. Well, that's the thing. You you want to create a life that actually suits. Um, yeah. your kind of personal life and not, you know, you don't want it to concentrate around work, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, with regards to the uh, kind of responding to emails to nine, uh, between nine to five, do you let your clients know that? Is that kind of something that you let them know in advance or is that just a, a rule that you've set and you don't necessarily mention that to clients? Well, I did put um, up on my Google business, mm. my I kind of like opening hours. Yes. Um, and I, I just don't respond to emails after that time because, um, especially if I've got if I'm if I'm feeling like I need to get on top of work, I need to turn the emails off and just crack on, concentrate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and concentrate. So. I do, to be honest with emails, I, I don't always uh, respond first thing in the morning because if I've got creative work to do, I don't want it to, and if I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone, I need to just do it and then I'll respond to the email. Yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. Yeah, you don't want to kind of interrupt that flow if you if you feel like, yeah. yeah. And I feel like I'm in control of my work. I'm in control of my workload. So I want my clients to have that confidence in me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know that you've recently had uh, a personal branding photo shoot um, with a friend of yours. Um, do you find that the Im images that you post of you or kind of you working um, do well on social media? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, I think to be honest, the photos of me more um, do do really well, which is I, I didn't expect them to do as well as they do, and they get a lot of interaction. Um, but yeah, and to be honest, I think it's it's great for any business, small business, whatever you're doing, to have personal um, branding photographs taken because it's a it, it shows an emotion. It shows who you are, what you're about. It keeps consistency through through your business. And yeah, so like I want I want my clients to go on my website, but go on my Facebook and my Instagram and and kind of see the and my Pinterest even and see that it's the same person and in each connection. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes sense. And I think it's it's about the clients getting to know you a little bit as well before yeah, before yeah. perhaps they See commit the to... behind the brand. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, because often I will find a really cool Instagram feed and I'm, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, oh, gosh, this looks amazing. And then I'll keep looking and I'm like, who is it? What do they do? Mm. Like, what, where are they? And then I go on their website and then they're about me. I've not got a photo in there and that it kind of puts me off a little bit sometimes for small businesses. Yeah, no, I definitely know what you mean, particularly for small businesses. I think with larger companies, it's not quite the same. Um, But for small businesses, you want that personal touch almost, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love it when people's faces pop up on my Instagram feed and I feel like I know them a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. How do you find, um, with regards to engagement, how do you encourage it on Instagram um obviously personal kind of photos that kind of stuff is is quite nice because I think people do like to engage with that but what is there do you find you have other ways of um increasing engagement yeah just responding to people's comments um is like the biggest thing for me I like to sit and respond to the comments I I try and stay so if I post something on Instagram say I I like to stay in the app for a while to to see what people's engagements like and whilst I'm in there I I want to see what everybody else is doing what everybody else is sharing um and to inspire me as well because it is inspiring being on such a visual creative platform yeah Um, of course but yeah definitely and through stories if I post something on stories and ask a question, like the new feature of asking ask me anything, I think is great, and that's that that's given me more engagement with my followers. Um, but yeah, I just think respond to people's um, questions and 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 what if they've come back with an answer of a question that I've asked, I like to go back to them and speak to them about their answer. Or just thank people if they've just given me some nice feedback. I'd just like to say thank you. Like, it's nice that people are reaching out and saying nice things. And, and I mean, Instagram's such a nice platform to be on. Um, yeah, it very much feels like a, a nice kind of community, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. For for followers and for other small businesses, for us all to kind of, like, support each other. Yeah, absolutely. Particularly, like you say, for small businesses, I've, I've, I've noticed... Um, kind of a huge support for that um on Instagram so it's, it's really nice to see um but talking of social media 
Do you feel like there's kind of a different side to it in the sense that there might be, um, well, I think a lot of people struggle with comparison um, because, particularly because of Instagram actually, because it's so visual uh, and we only show the kind of nice, pretty photos. Um, yeah. Do, do, you, do you find that a struggle? Is that something you struggle with? Um, I'm not saying I don't at all. I think that's just normal. Um, I think it's normal to look at what somebody else is doing and go, oh, I wish I wish that was me or mm. I wish I was that successful. But at the end of the day, it is just images and you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, I think what you've done with setting up this little networking group is brilliant because we see each other and we're all really honest with each other. If we're having a bit of a crap time, everybody kind of like boosts each other and you know it gets us going and but the thing with Instagram anybody can post anything and you kind of just believe it um yeah. you read it and you believe it but you've you've got to sometimes take yourself away from it and just enjoy it for what it is and not not be jealous at what other people are doing or or use that and use it to inspire you to do what will make your business better um and reach out to them and ask them like what they're doing and and how did they get there because people are willing to to chat and help Absolutely. you out yeah I've, I've definitely found that the people are very willing to share information and tips and all that kind of stuff and Obviously, the first time we met um, is when I reached out um, over Instagram because I was oh, organising yeah. a, a styled shoot. That was a while yeah. ago now. Um, but obviously, yeah, so I reached out to a few people just asking if they'd contribute. Um, and obviously, you were happy to. And then we ended up meeting a little bit later on, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we just stayed in, t in, in touch over Instagram, didn't well, we? Well, yeah, that's the thing, yeah. It's, it's quite funny, but I say it quite often, but I've actually ended up making quite a few friends through Instagram, which is, it sounds yeah. a bit odd to say, but, but I <laughs> My think internet it's... internet friends. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> I think it's just how things are moving, though. Um... Yeah, yeah. And for us, we work, well, apart from when, when you're out and about with clients, but a lot of the time you're working on your own so we need that we need that connection with Instagram and Facebook and yeah and that, these, that community uh, yeah this community that um that does inspire us and and yeah gets gets us going <laughs> yeah definitely and how different would you say self-employment would be uh, for you if you didn't have that kind of community around you oh gosh um, do you think you could you'd be oh, just fine or no I don't think I'm a people person I like to be with people yeah. um don't get me wrong working for myself for the past year and a half I've kind of started to enjoy my own company a lot more than I used to yeah um but yeah I jumped to the opportunity to meet people and get out and if, if I get clients that email me and say oh do you mind if we meet up and talk about uh, my wedding stationery, for example? I'm like, 100%, where do you want to meet? Um, but yeah, I think if I didn't have you you guys, oh gosh. And the thing is, my, my husband's fantastic and he does support me. So, like, 
is brilliant mm. but they don't just get it they don't always get it because I, and I don't think I would if I was still working in if I was still working in if I was well fully not self-employed um I don't know if I'd understand it as much you yeah I, su- think, I suppose you see it in a different light don't you yeah and I suppose they're not quite there throughout the day when you're on your own um kind of with you so they they yeah it's it's quite hard to explain sometimes yeah yeah and and it's not always plain sailing we have bad weeks we have um bad days and yeah, yeah but sometimes go into into a bad week but you've got to if i didn't have you you guys as a community to kind of like give me a kick to say no it's fine like it's happened to me or do this and this will make you feel better mm. then uh, yeah I don't know what I'd do I'd probably sit cuddling my dog <laughs> <laughs> well you've mentioned I remember you talking about kind of going through a bit of a rough patch um not too long ago um and you weren't sure kind of whether you were headed in the right direction business wise um so how did you get over that yeah first year of business is so hard and nobody prepares you for the emotions that you're going to go through in the first year of business at all um so yeah I had I had the like the highest highs and then like the lowest lows Mm. um but when I'd have a really like a really bad day or a bad few days um my husband would say to me but you would feel worse if you were still in your old job. So think think how you would really feel and how much better you feel now you're doing your own thing. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, that, and that puts things in, into perspective, doesn't it? Definitely. And it you've got to do things for yourself as well that that aren't just for your tribe or for your clients. You've got to do things for yourself. Like I'm, I'm a creative person, so it doesn't. You know, sometimes I'm a bit like, is this really work? <laughs> this, you know, it, I'm, I'm doing something that I love doing, so it don't always feel like work. Um, but yeah, I think that doing things for yourself. So sometimes I'll sit and I think, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna design something for me, or I'm gonna paint myself I'm going to do myself a painting for my living room wall or something like that and and love it and then think that that's okay like you've not got to constantly be hustling to get more orders because the orders will just come if you keep putting yourself out there if you do the right things if you if you listen to the podcast and read the right books and have a tribe go to networking events all that stuff it just it does just come and it will, it yeah, will fall into be- place yeah yeah you just have to believe in yourself that you are the best in what you do and because it's only you that can do that you're you've got you've got your own style you've got your own you've got your own thing that you do and if we're all the same as well life would just be so boring um I, what was the question again? <laughs> no, no, it's absolutely fine. Uh, no, I was asking how you got over the kind of rough patch that you kind of went through uh, not so long ago, but you yeah. kind of answered it um, just by staying creative and doing things for yourself, I guess. Yeah, yeah, 
feed the feed the tribe and look after yourself. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, it's important to not get too wrapped up in all the work and take a bit of time out every now and then. Um, even yeah. if it's just an afternoon, uh, just to do something completely non-work related. Yeah, and it's okay. Like, you don't kick yourself because you um, you've decided to take the afternoon off. If that works for you, then go for it. I mean, yeah. I know some people like yourself who have to work weekends because photography or whatever they're doing, they've got to work a weekend. But take a Wednesday and a Thursday off. Like yeah. you, you know, just do do what's right for you. I always think to myself, the world isn't going to end because I had some time off. It's fine. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. But it's, yeah, it's true that I'm, I still kind of have to allow myself almost to have that time off. And, and it's, it's still a bit of a struggle to feel okay about it. Um, yeah. I still feel kind of guilty because I think, well, I've got this huge list of things to do. Um, and I should be getting on with them so yeah it's it's quite hard I think particularly when you work for yourself because you haven't got that rigid structure of certain hours that you have to put in um it can be quite easy to just yeah just keep working yeah absolutely just work almost too much yeah yeah definitely definitely Mm. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) um uh we both spoke at a Bumble event not too long ago uh, which was a women in business panel talk um, and we kind of talked about the uh, very beginnings of, of uh, starting a business um, and I remember someone asked about um, whether they needed to create a logo and all that kind of stuff and I remember we both said that things like a logo isn't necessarily um, an important uh, thing to do right at the beginning uh, but just kind of putting your work out there uh, is the more important thing. Do you have any kind of tips uh, for those literally just starting out? Yes. So, um, I think... Right. There's probably <laughs> quite a, a few, yeah. <laughs> um, I think if you're just starting out, get hold of, of much free content that you possibly can and there is so much out there and people are so generous and you become part of that you you start following these I don't know if you call them influencers or bloggers or what but there there are so there's so much free content out there you've just got to lap it up and you've just got to read blogs read books listen to podcasts get on email lists be be authentic um because and join groups and network and like networking that kind of thing facebook groups you know like but just be present and listen to what people have got to say take on like listen to the advice i'm not saying necessarily take it all on but listen to the advice that um people have got to give because there are so many people out there that have been doing this for a few years or even longer who will inspire you, will give you the advice that you're looking for on that day that will just give you another boost to kind of like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to make this work. Um, if I could have afforded it at the start, I would have um, I would have probably invested in a mentor, a creative mentor or, or a creative business coach or something like that. Um, I think I would have done that just because, it's 
have accountability to go and meet somebody and say I've done this this month you know and like give give me a boost I like to inspire other people but equally I need to be inspired too um so I think yeah that that kind of thing like just just get out there and meet people read mm. blogs just get all the free content that you can possibly get um yeah there's so much out there there, there so, is as you say I mean I, I'm the same in the sense that when I was first starting out yeah I just kind of read everything and anything I could get my hands on um yeah. mainly kind of blog posts um any free content that you can sign up to through newsletters uh and yeah. then like you say podcasts are such a huge source of inspiration um, yeah I feel like I, when I'm listening to a podcast I'm, I'm not on my own <laughs> like I'm working and I'm you know like you get that office vibe that you've got people around you and you you're kind of like in your zone but you're you're kind of listening to other people's conversations and and, and hopefully you're kind of learning something new yeah, um yeah. every time as well which is always nice I have a little podcast notebook that I take notes when when I'm listening to something I thought oh yeah I'm gonna do that and then I'll write <laughs> it down and try and get to it at some point <laughs> yeah no, I've done that quite a few times where I've made notes, but I am yet to get back to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, life just gets in the way, doesn't it, sometimes? It's Yeah, that's true, that's true. Um, so what are your goals for the coming year? Because you've mentioned um, inspiring other people, and I know that you have some exciting plans coming up soon. So do you want to yeah. tell us about those? <laughs> So I really want to start up um, a creative mentoring program. Um, like I've said to you, I, I like to I like to be around people. I like to inspire people and kind of like get the best out of them. Um, in my in my old job, I had junior designers. I had design assistants that I worked with or worked with me and. I always wanted to get them, I, w I wanted to push them to, to like get the best potential out of them. And when I left my, uh, my old, my old job, um, I had a design assistant and I absolutely loved her. And she just, she came to me at the day, I, the day I was leaving and she gave me a big hug and she just said to me, thank you so much. I've learned so much from you. I'm really going to miss you and I really don't want you to leave. And I was just like, oh, one day I want, and that just meant so much to me. And all I was doing was kind of getting the best out of her. And um, she was, she was a, you, well, she came out of uni, but from doing a master's, um, she was just brilliant. And I mean, I'm still in touch with her now, but I kind of want to, pursue that I want to do creative mentoring for small creative businesses that's affordable mm. um, like I said when I was starting out it's, it's what I really wanted but I just could I just didn't have the money to do it I think, I think that's out. a hurdle for quite a lot of people um, I, I definitely think so yeah and like maybe starting like you know you've got your you've got the networking group that you've put together maybe get get a group of small creative businesses that kind of want to inspire each other and I don't know we, we go for lunch and and people get to know each other and you know just people opening up about what their issues are how yeah, they can, absolutely yeah how they can get better what's worked for other people 
um, yeah, so that's definitely, I would love to do, well, I'm actually in the process of, of working on the content for it, but yeah, do, being, a, being a creative mentor. That yeah. sounds, yeah, that sounds really great. Um, when do you think you'll be ready to launch? Ooh, um, well. Or is that too much you... pressure? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to give myself a solid deadline, really, um, because you know what it's like with yeah, wedding season. absolutely. It's just, it's just been, and I'm not complaining at all, it's been crazy, um, but brilliant um, this year. And now, because I do, like, my printed homewares and printed stationery, it's getting to that time of year now where I've got to get things um, designed and printed ready for Christmas period. Oh, of course, so there's no rest for the wicked. No, but that's why I love it, to be honest. Um <laughs> So in between all of that, um, I, I want to get it set up as soon as I can, really, to, to get it out there. And I know not everything kicks off straight away. Um, so I know I've got to give it a little bit of time, but I, I need to I need to start building up, um, building up a, a, a group of people that want to work with me. Yeah. And do you think you'll be um, you'll have kind of separate social media for, for that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a different client. Um, and I, I know, obviously, on our creative pages that we have other small businesses that follow us. Um, but your, your main client lot... is, is um, someone who's looking for stationery, not necessarily. Yeah, or yeah. artwork or that kind of thing. Um, they're not looking for advice on how to start their own business yeah. or, or, yeah, where they can go for um, inspiration or, yeah. Mm. where do they find a good accountant or I don't know (laughs) yeah all that kind of stuff yeah it's a different it's a different client so um yeah we'll see how that goes but I'm I'm excited for it no it sounds very exciting do you have any kind of other goals I'm assuming obviously that's one of the main ones yeah um to be honest I need to be more visible I need to be more visible on my platforms as in like video you know doing Instagram Mm. stories and doing lives and things like that um have you done have you done those yet uh Instagram stories like speaking to the camera and stuff Mm, not really (laughs) no I don't seem to remember seeing you but I couldn't be sure no I obviously did the live with you yeah we did and, that not long ago yeah and that was really good and after that was I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it and I just haven't <laughs> I, I didn't think it was um as scary as I thought it would be I was a little bit nervous in the lead up to it uh, I don't know yeah. about you but I thought I thought it went well and I, it, it wasn't I think talking to someone as well um particularly for Instagram lives makes it so much easier because it takes off takes that pressure off of you because yeah, it's basically us just having a chat exactly it's just a conversation as opposed to you speaking to a camera on your own and that that can feel a bit awkward I suppose yeah yeah, yeah. I just need to get over that <laughs> it's just little steps like with Instagram stories I think yeah you've just got to do a little bit at a time and don't expect yourself to be 100% happy with it straight away so I still end up um doing a couple of takes if I have to um, yeah, and I think most people probably do. I think that's we just don't see it. So <laughs> yeah, I think that's the beauty of live, though. You do it, and it's just there. Like, yeah, that's just true. About it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I yeah. think if 
I, I don't know. I think I listened to a podcast, or I'm sure it was a podcast, where somebody was set a challenge where you had to do a video and upload upload that video, the first video, and and deal with it, and then it okay. kind of like gets you over the fear of sharing video. Yeah. I mean, I share so much about myself and about my business. I'm sure, well, I'd like to think people would like to know what's what's going on in between. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it's a natural kind of progression, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I will do it, Anna, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold you to that then. <laughs> Got to see accountability. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so kind of to finish the um, our conversation, um, I ask all of my guests two questions. Um, what's your favourite book that you've recently read and would recommend? Oh, you know me. I love a book. Um, so I've not really, I don't know, I should, I've not really read any fiction recently. Um, but there's a couple of books that I love and I tell people to read all the time is Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And that's about finding your why, why you're doing your business and why you're doing that that's a that you just keep asking yourself the question all the time and he gives you great examples of other very successful businesses and what what makes them incredible um that's a really really good book for people starting a business or in business um and the both books by fiona humberstone the how to style your brand and brand brilliance um like i said to you before i I will design logos for people, but I would always say to them, read this these books because you'll take so much away from it. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I have one of the books. Um, I think it was the first one. I, I don't have the newest, but it was it was really um, interesting and, and helpful. Um, so good, so good. Yeah, yeah. It, I really particularly liked <clears throat> the colour um colors, absolutely yeah so the colors for each season and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah and it just completely makes sense and I think when people read it they're like, oh gosh yeah that's it makes sense and yeah but you wouldn't necessarily think of it if you don't yeah. have any experience in that kind of um, no not at all yeah not at all <clears throat> yeah so those those are, the, are my books I like to recommend to people to inspire them and, and get them going yeah, brilliant. Thank you. And uh, who would you like to hear interviewed on the podcast? So, um, thinking about this, and you know, I'm the same as you. We just always listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and there's a lady called Elizabeth Cairns, and she is a coach that works with creative entrepreneurs. Um, and I think she lives in the south of England. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a book coming out soon and I'm so excited to, to get it. It's, yeah. not, it's released in November, um, but you can pre-order it now. And I follow her on Instagram and she just really inspires me. It's all about like you doing what you're doing for a reason and doing it, you know, not just for your clients, but for yourself mm-hmm. and how to get the best out of you and you know the, the kind of book that I, I love <laughs> a, bit, a little bit spiritual I think but um when I've seen when I've listened to podcasts of her before she's not really been on many but when I've listened to them um and watched her videos yeah she just really inspires me and I would just love to learn more about her and maybe one day I would love to work with her yeah that sounds yeah it sounds great I'll um I'll link to her 
Instagram and stuff uh, in the show notes. And where can people find you? So I have a couple of handles on Instagram. I've got Amy Bailey Design and um, Silk Road by Amy Bailey. They're, they're different because one's more printed stationery and homewares for the people that aren't getting married. And my Amy Bailey Design is kind of like a mix of everything. So my um, wedding stationery, but then some of my own wares and things like that as well in there. And, and the same on Facebook as well. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes so that other female creatives can enjoy this podcast too. I'll see you next week.